Hey everyone, my name is Aaron and welcome back to Mind Science episode 10. In today's video, we're talking all about authenticity, what it is, how to have it, and why you should want it more than anything else. Authenticity is the key to unlocking all of your natural potential, self-love, and inner freedom. It is the steering wheel that determines which direction your life goes in between a direction that you want it to go and a direction that you don't want it to go. So let's talk more about why this is the case. A simple definition of authenticity might be being exactly what the universe intended. And so because of this, the universe always rewards authenticity and punishes inauthenticity. And I don't mean this in an authoritarian or religious type of way, but simply in a corrective type of way because the universe is self-organizing and self-correcting. If it weren't, then evolution wouldn't be possible. So being inauthentic is essentially an incorrect representation of what the universe intended you to be. And so life will begin to help you out by seeking to correct this imbalance. And what I mean by that is that you'll find that your inauthentic behavior continually leads you into suffering. And so in order to escape this suffering, you have to become authentic. A person who is authentic is really just someone who's become very clear on the difference between what hurts me and what doesn't. And the primary reason that we suffer in life is because of the deeply ingrained belief in what I call outcome happiness. When we believe that our happiness is dependent upon achieving outcomes, then we are firmly within the ego's program. Why? because outcome happiness is what creates guilt. And if you watch my videos, then you know that guilt is the cornerstone of the ego's empire. When I don't achieve an outcome that I wanted, then either I or somebody else or even life itself is guilty. And so this is the fundamental difference between ego and authenticity. Break out your pen and papers, ready? Ego is what I think I should do. Authenticity is what I feel like doing. When we live from the attitude of doing what I think I should do, then we overlook the subtle layer of suffering it creates. When we believe an outcome is what we're really looking for, then our consciousness becomes blind to everything else except that desired outcome. In our mind, the outcome is pedestalized and given the utmost importance. And so anything which would get in the way of it is disregarded. Our feelings are disregarded, the way that our actions affect others is disregarded, and we behave in ways that don't make us proud of who we are. On a subconscious level, we become uncomfortable with ourselves. So living from outcome-based happiness and doing what I think I should do creates internal conflict. And internal conflict is suffering. So an inauthentic person is simply somebody who isn't comfortable being themselves because there are countless layers of guilt about who they are embedded deep within their subconscious mind. And so this is the shift that happens to anyone who becomes authentic. Outcome happiness had always been on the pedestal, but through the suffering that it creates, consciousness slowly begins to wake up to the fact that living in this way 
just creates a shitload of internal conflict. Because when has an outcome ever provided lasting happiness? Never. But when we don't achieve the outcomes that we want, then we suffer greatly. And so most people never step off of this hamster wheel of outcome happiness in their entire life. So at some point, we begin to realize that outcome happiness is not actually what we're looking for. What we're actually looking for is simply the end of internal conflict. What we all want more than anything else is peace of mind. And once our primary desire becomes ending internal conflict, then something bright and beautiful begins to emerge. You guessed it, authenticity. It is impossible to be authentic by trying to be. Why? Because authenticity is essentially integrity. And integrity is the byproduct of seeing where true value lies. When a person believes that there is value in chasing outcomes, then they will lie, cheat, steal, wear a mask, put up a front, take advantage of others, and whatever else it takes to get the outcome they want. But when ending internal conflict becomes the most important thing, then you naturally begin to refuse to compromise your integrity any longer. Because you know that every time you betray yourself, it hurts. You don't like the person that you are, and this puts you at war with yourself. So of your own accord, you simply start doing whatever you feel is the right thing to do in each moment. You treat everyone with kindness, you tell the truth, and you see the value in living harmoniously with the world around you. And this is why righteousness can never be attained through religious guilt or obligation. Because if you're doing what you think you should do, then you're placing yourself back in the ego's program. But when you simply do what you feel like doing, then you always do the right thing because you always want to feel peace instead of suffering. And once you see that peace of mind is the natural result of honoring your integrity, then authenticity becomes effortless. When we live from the place of doing what I think I should do, then we're always living in the past or future. Everything hinges upon the outcome we think we want, and so we either look to our memories to remember how we achieved outcomes in the past, or we start analyzing what actions I can take that's most likely to achieve my desired outcome in the future. And so all of our thinking becomes past or future based. And this is of course, the ego's program. But when I only do what I feel like doing, then I am always connected with the present moment. Because feelings are always and only now. Now the ego is very crafty, and it wants you to listen to it and not your feelings. So it will strongly resist the idea that you should only do what you feel like doing. Because what's more honest and authentic than what you feel in the moment? So the ego will pretend to be noble by saying, oh, you can't just do what you feel like doing. Because what if you feel like being a jerk and cussing somebody out? That's not very spiritual now, is it? But doing what I feel like doing means that I always take whatever action I feel will resolve my internal conflict. Why? Because obviously we would always prefer to have peace of mind than suffering. 
and our feelings are literally the barometer of where there is internal conflict inside of us. And so at the core of who we are, what we always truly want is to be at peace, and our feelings are the only guidance system that can lead us there. This is the meaning of the phrase, follow what resonates. Because being at peace always resonates, and anger doesn't resonate with peace. So in a moment of anger, when the ego would suggest that I go cuss this person out or gossip about them, then instead of being reactionary, I take a moment to pause and check in with how I'm feeling about this thought. And when I do that, I quickly realize that the problem isn't actually what the person said or did, but what my mind has to say about it. The problem is in my thinking, and this negative emotion I'm feeling is trying to clue me in on that. Egoic satisfaction feels really good, for a split second, and then like a drug hit, it quickly wears off and you're left feeling unhappy about who you are. You're left with a feeling of guilt. So whenever you think about doing something that elicits a negative emotion, like anger or bitterness or jealousy, that emotion is trying to let you know that doing this thing is going to remove your peace of mind. And once you know that this is actually what your emotions are saying, then following your integrity becomes natural and easy. You're not even doing some great and noble thing by turning the other cheek. No, you're just doing what you really, truly want. I'll give you a personal example of this. When I began making this switch from thinking to feeling, I had been working at Google for about a year or so as a corporate personal trainer. And at that time, I was working 11 hour days because my boss needed a coach to cover the 8 a.m. and 6 p.m. outdoor group classes. And because I thought I needed to impress my boss, I went ahead and volunteered to coach both of them. And doing this worked me into an absolute burnout. I had no energy to give my clients, I dreaded going to work every morning, and I had no ability to be present at work because all I wanted to do was go home and sleep. So at some point, I realized that me dreading going to work every day wasn't because I didn't like my job. I loved my job. It was simply because I was doing something I didn't want to do. My feelings were showing me that what I really wanted was to bring the best version of myself to work every day. But because I was completely burnt out, I couldn't. And so this was creating internal conflict. So at the risk of upsetting my boss, I decided to be authentic about how I was feeling. So I said, look, I'm really sorry, but we're gonna have to find somebody to replace me at the 6 p.m. class because I'm just working way too many hours every day and it's causing me to burn out. And my boss was understanding and she said, okay, well, you need to work on finding a replacement then. And so within a few months time, I found another coach who was willing to take my spot and all of a sudden I was working six to seven hour days. And within a matter of weeks, my energy at work had completely shifted. I woke up looking forward to going to work again. I was able to be completely present with my clients and my coaching became significantly better. All because I stopped doing what I thought was right and started doing what I felt was right. Your feelings are your intuition and intuition is the highest source of wisdom you have access to. So it's impossible to become authentic if you haven't learned how to follow your intuition yet. And it is a practice and a process, so you have to have patience with yourself. But authenticity 
is a very sharp and finely tuned state of consciousness because it's simply the result of your internal radar becoming very sensitive to where you are creating suffering. Every little lie, every word of gossip, every lack of effort, every selfish comment, and anything that is out of alignment with your true nature creates a small undercurrent of suffering. And just like having a TV on with white noise in your room, most people have become so used to it that they don't even recognize that it's there anymore. But once somebody turns the TV station off, you become shocked at just how delicious the silence really is. You had forgotten what it was like to truly be at peace with yourself. And this is why we all naturally love authenticity. When you become authentic, you act as a lighthouse for others to see and to remember what freedom looks like. When someone is being inauthentic, it's because they're afraid to be who they are, so they try to be somebody else instead. This is what we call being fake. The universe created you to be you, not someone else. You are a unique creation of divine intelligence. You are a celebration of God's imagination. There has never been anyone like you and there never will be again. So it is impossible to be happy if you are living inauthentically. Your feelings are simply a barometer for how accurate your perception is in any moment. When you see yourself in a way that the source does not see you, you feel a negative emotion. When you see yourself in a way that the source does see you, you feel a positive emotion. So by following the guidance of your emotions, you experience what is actually true in reality. Thoughts are merely conceptual, but feelings are experiential. And reality never presents itself as a concept. It always presents itself as an experience. Concepts are the realm of shoulds and shouldn'ts, but experience is the realm of feeling. So authenticity is a state of inner alignment with reality. When you follow your intuition, you step out of the dualistic worldview of shoulds and shouldn'ts, rights and wrongs, and you step into the effortless flow of the present moment. You become at one with life. And this is what the poet Rumi meant when he wrote, out beyond ideas of right doing and wrong doing, there is a field, I'll meet you there. When a soul lies down in that grass, the world is too wonderful to speak of. So when you grow tired of chasing after the wind of outcome happiness, and you long for something more than just the momentary, then you find the key to discovering who you really are. When you finally realize that what you want is something that is lasting, then you see that what you had always been searching for was you. Your true, natural, authentic, self. A self not at war, but at peace. When you find your authenticity, then you fall in love with yourself for the very first time. Because you see just how pure, perfect, and sacred you really are. You never actually wanted any of those other things to begin with. It was only a dream. All you've ever actually wanted is peace. And once peace finally becomes your highest desire, it is yours. And so here is the only step you need to take to find the freedom that you seek. Recognize 
that authenticity extends the hand of freedom to you in every moment. And to take its hand is just to do this one simple thing. Think less. Feel more.